Once again, you are tuned into Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. I am Chris Levine. Our goal on this show is to discuss psychological subjects that help us understand ourselves and each other a little bit better, and hopefully to keep you company for a while, too. Hey, I learned something this week. You know, last time around, we talked about personality testing, and many of you did it. You tried it. And guess what? A lot of the audience for this show are extroverts. Who knew? Now, as an introvert, I find that very interesting. But thanks for sharing your test results. So keep them coming. So what's on the docket for this one? What's going on this time? In 1998, researchers did a very interesting experiment. Guys, I love this one. This is what they did. An actor came up to a pedestrian and asked for directions. Now, while the pedestrian was giving the directions, two men carrying a large wooden door walked between the actor and the pedestrian. So for just a few brief moments, they couldn't see each other. Now, check this out. During that time, while the door was going by, the actor was quickly replaced by another actor who looked totally different than the first one like ridiculously so. They were a different build. They were a different height. They had different clothes, different haircuts, even obviously completely different voices. Listen to this. With this experiment, a full half of the participants didn't notice any change. They didn't notice the substitution. Yes, many did. Some initially probably questioned themselves, but just went with it. But half the people didn't realize that there was a completely different human being standing next to them that they just talked to. Now, now this test was to determine how much people notice or don't notice about their immediate environments. And this experiment was one of the first to illustrate the phenomenon of our topic today. It is a phenomenon called change blindness, which shows that we only see certain aspects of what's right in front of us. And a lot of us, what we see and retain, rely completely on memory of having seen something similar before in our lives. So all that has to happen really is just throw a little distraction into the mix and we get lost. You ever seen those, can you find the differences in picture games or exercises. It's the same type concept, only this isn't a game or an exercise. This is living our lives, seeing and not seeing the things around us. Now, in theory, on an emotional awareness level, if we want to hit pop culture, countless romantic comedies use this. The whole, they were there all the time, but I just didn't see them storyline. It's similar to this in huge ways. See, he or she has been my friend forever. How did I not notice they loved me this whole time? That kind of thing. What's interesting is that in these stories, usually 
another person, uh, an external factor, someone who's treating them badly, helps them to see how much their friend really loves them. Then, like two men carrying a large wooden door between them for just a few moments, they see their friend again and it's like, who are you? Where have you been? You're different. Enter the love story and usually they all live happily ever after. But, but it's interesting how things can be literally or figuratively right in front of us but we may have no idea that they are. So why does this happen? Well, according to research, our attention just basically is limited. We have to pick and choose what we focus on. We can focus on only a limited number of objects at any given time, and it's those few objects that we pay attention to, sometimes in tremendous, great detail, and sometimes in minimal detail. Uh, large volumes of information simply pass by our awareness because we don't have the resources to consciously attend to all that stuff. Also, there was a quote from the New York Times that put it this way. It says, the basic problem is that far more information lands on your eyes than you can possibly analyze and still end up with with a reasonable sized brain. So like if you're watching something or reading something and you're really into it, you may not also be noticing the color of the room that you're sitting in, the paint on the walls, the details in the pictures. Uh, if you're in a waiting room doing this, you may not retain the color of the hair or the clothes of the people that might be sitting right there in that room with you because you're focused on the magazine you're reading. Your focus is not on that. And under most circumstances, honestly, this really isn't a big deal because we all do this. It's not even really a problem. But there are people who are really good at making a conscious effort to improve this ability. Do you remember the television show Psych? Did you ever see that? Here's, here's the hook. There, there was nothing psychic about it. There was absolutely nothing supernatural or psychic going on. The main character was just ultra-perceptive and massively paid attention to detail. Claiming that he was a psychic was just a shtick to make some money. But I, I remember in one particular episode I saw, it was when he was as a kid, uh, his father, who was a detective, would quiz him as to remembering everything he just saw going on in the room around him until it just became natural for him as an adult to notice everything. Now, I think that even not on television, this is kind of possible. In fact, let's go back into that waiting room in the doctor's office illustration that we used a little bit earlier. Let's, let's say we were to walk in, we purposefully note everything everyone is wearing and their hair color and the paint color on the walls, the details of the pictures on the walls, and then we get to the magazine. It may seem like a lot of work, but when this is something that becomes second nature, we probably eventually would just do it all the time and be very, very tuned in to everything that's going on around us that we can possibly perceive. The question is, though, do you always want to know everything that's going on all the time? Is it true that sometimes ignorance really is bliss? 
let me give you a, a musical example. I remember as a kid hearing the song Regatta de Blanc by the police. And there's a part in that song where the drummer Stuart Copeland drops in with these insanely fast rim shots, and he's attacking his hi-hat cymbal intensely at the same time. Now, as a kid, I'm like, how does a human do this? It just seemed humanly impossible until I saw him do it on television on a Jules Holland interview and realized he had an effects pedal, an effect that echoed his rim shots. It made him sound like there was four drummers playing at the same time. Now, I always have thought and totally still think that this man is a tremendous drummer, no question. But honestly, he became human after I really paid attention, after I actually saw how he did that. And other things are like that in our lives, too. The curtain is moved, and we find out that the Wizard of Oz is just a dude. But is it really a big deal if we learn secrets or gain extra knowledge by being perceptive? Not always. Uh, There's something to think about. There was a nice article on LinkedIn about this, and I'm going to quote from it. In fact, I'm just going to basically read a paragraph Notice how reasonable this is. It says, when it comes to being perceptive, it tells us when to beware. It guides us to good people and steers us away from the bad. The alternative is to go in blindly to everything. We wouldn't buy a house without a reputable inspection. We wouldn't sign a contract without careful review. Why would we enter into any relationship without careful observation and judgment of that person? Too many people leave relationships in shock at the person's behavior, but honestly, in a lot of cases, not all, but a lot of cases, if they have paid attention better to all of the communication modes and all the aspects that this person had to offer in the first place, then perhaps the betrayal and the shock may not have happened. Uh, It's called living life with eyes wide open, which means that we simply just pay attention, pay attention to everything. It closes by saying, start opening your eyes, your ears, your heart, and tune in that brain you've been given. Pay attention to all you encounter, all who surround you. So, So what can you and I take from all this? Well, again, in my book, balance is always usually always the winner. And it is, once again, this time around. I'm thinking this. If you're a baseball player, you'd love to hit a home run every single time you walk up to the plate to bat. Of course you would. But no matter how good you are, that's not going to happen. Different pitchers exist, and they throw different pitches at you. You don't always know which ones they're going to be throwing or how fast they're going to come at you. Your job is to step up to the plate and try You swing and hit, or you swing and miss, or you let certain pitches go and just kind of hope they're not called a strike. My point? Well, we really shouldn't expect every day of our lives to always be a home run. We can't control external things that come our way completely. We can't always anticipate what's going to be thrown at us. Some may feel that this is being pessimistic, but honestly, it isn't. It's just being realistic. How let down would you be if you went to the plate and expected to hit a home run every single time? But what we do is we go in with our eyes open. Then 
when life throws you the curveball, when you're expecting a fastball, you do your best and you don't walk away feeling totally defeated. You just know it's going to happen. Well, it's the same thing with most of our subjects, and especially this one, change blindness. Uh, maybe some days we're like a, a, a visual superhero. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's perceptive man. I'm perceptive man, and this is my little observant sidekick binocular boy. Other days, we miss stuff. We keep the Clark Kent glasses on all day long. They never come off. And you know what? No big deal. But just remember this. If we don't have some degree, if we are not somewhat perceptive, we may not pick up on good things that people aren't telling us. So let's be realistic with this. Let's try our best. And while some days things will get past us, other days we'll be able to leap tall blind spots in a single bound. When we accept that, the agony of defeat lessens. It's just another pitch for another day at the plate. And you know what? Maybe tomorrow will be the day when we knock it out of the park. So what time is it now? We once again have arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist to accompany our little pep talk. We have for you this time around a Refresher podcast entitled Change Blindness, She Blinded Me With Science. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Change Blindness, she blinded me with science playlist. I promise you're not going to have to type all that. Once you probably get to, to change, it's going to show up. But you will find this great playlist. And it's kind of all over the place. I like this one. So let, let's see our, our, our rundown of the tracks here. Track number one is an old song. It's an oldie but a goodie. I think it's one of the most beautiful songs ever recorded by humans. It's entitled, I Only Have Eyes for You by the flamingos now, not only is it a pretty song with a pretty melody but this thing is drenched in reverb and echo which makes it almost dreamlike it, awesome song i only have eyes for you by the flamingos number two is show me the beautiful and timeless song by the pretenders number three is oblivious by aztec camera Number four, Peekaboo by Susie and the Banshees. Number five is Seeing Red by Best Coast. Number six, I Look Around by The Rain Parade. Remember that whole 1980s Paisley Underground thing that was happening? You're going to hear that song and you're going to swear it was made in the 60s, but it was made in the 80s. One that was made in the 60s is number seven, which is You Won't See Me by the Beatles, and number eight as well, which is Inside Looking Out by the Animals. Song number nine, In My Eyes by a band called Three Man Army. Cool, kind of obscure slice of classic rock. Unbeknownst to most, there were just these tons of awesome riff bands that were really heavy in the 70s that just rocked. This is a good example of one of them. Three-Man Army, the song is In My Eyes. And number 10, Can't You See by the Marshall Tucker Band. 
Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast, Change Blindness, She Blinded Me With Science playlist. Can I just say how much I appreciate all of you? Listen to this. We doubled our listeners this past week. And I'm positive it's because of your referring the show to others. Listen, in the United States, we now have listeners from Texas, New York, Florida, Ohio, California, Illinois, Kansas, and Georgia. I didn't reach out to all of these people. And we also have listeners in British Columbia and Canada, Philippines and Germany. As, as I am not in any way advertising at this time, my mind is officially blown. This, guys, is all of your doing. Thank you so, so much. If you would like to personally help keep this little show stay up and running, if you would like, you can make a small monthly contribution. Just see the Support This Podcast link on Spotify under the episode description, and it'll give you the options of contributing either 99 cents a month, $4.99 a month, or $9.99 a month. If you are so inclined, that would be great. My goal is two solid episodes a week. But but whether you do or whether you don't, just please enjoy the show. It's here for you either way. And, and if you haven't already done so, please let it be known that we exist, especially if you think others might like, benefit, or most of all, be comforted by our program. Please pass it along. Seriously, you guys rock, and I appreciate you. Another podcast of note is the Managing Expectations podcast featuring Jeff and Brian. They have a nice cast of characters that pop in and pop out. Sometimes I'm one of them, and I really love going on that show. Uh, check it out on Spotify. They're on all the platforms, too. They are the Managing Expectations podcast. You can hear very clearly that the hosts are friends, and it's a really nice listening experience. So go check them out. And also, there is the 7208 podcast on Spotify, too. This is the one where my son, Harrison, and I, we tackle pop culture together multi-generationally. I was born in 1972. He was born in 2008. So we are the 7208 podcast on Spotify. Harrison, what can I say? He's my kid. I love the little guy who is now 5'9". As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is none other than the band Dive, and the song is called A Day Late, and it was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. Until next time, everybody, this is Chris Levine for Refresher. We really appreciate you. We appreciate the fact that you're here. This is the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourselves a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time.